Hey, everybody. It is time to get geared up here on GeekWire. I'm Andrew Edwards. And I'm Todd Bishop. We've got a great show coming up this week. Later on, we are going to be going hands-on with the Apple AirPods, and we're going to get Andrew's impressions. I, it sounds like you might be a fan of these things. Andrew. Brand new, but I'm not. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoiler, okay. But spoiler warning, they're great. <laughs> All right. So first, let's jump in with the week's technology, gadget, and consumer electronics news. What's our first news story of the day? First news story, Pokemon Go on uh, Apple Watch. Oh, yes. Okay. So, yeah, there was the big thing this week was that, first of all, um, 9 to 5 Mac reported that this Pokemon Go for Apple Watch was canceled and that Niantic was not going to be releasing it. Um, and then Niantic later that day said, no, that's not true. We are releasing it. It's still coming. Um, 9 to 5 Mac then said, well, maybe it's coming because we put that article out there, but it's definitely not coming before the end of the year. Um, <laughs> and it's here today. Um, and so, yeah, Pokemon Go is out for Apple Watch. But the other big thing is that Niantic is working on its own wearable, and that was actually the the assumed reason that they weren't going to release the Watch app was because they wanted people to buy their own hardware wearable. So tell us about this app for Apple Watch because obviously Pokemon Go, people go out, you know, right. they capture capture characters, capture monsters. Mm-hmm. What can you do on the Apple Watch with Pokemon Go? Uh, this, so it's, it's cool. So you have a, a couple of things. First of all, it tracks your activity as you're walking. So if you turn on the app and start a workout, it'll track your steps, your distance, if you're biking, etc. And so in Pokemon Go, as you walk, you can hatch eggs. And um, some eggs will say you have to walk five kilometers before it'll hatch and you'll get a, a new Pokemon or whatever, 10 kilometers, whatever. So now, you know, before you had to open the Pokemon Go app on your phone and keep that app open on your phone. And now you can just have it on your watch without having your phone in your hand and looking at it and all that. And you can go to the Pokestops and spin to get the uh, the items in the game. So basically, um, you know, you, you can't do battles on it or anything, but the the more, I don't know, mundane or, you know, the, the simple stuff, the basic stuff for Pokemon Go, now you can now do on your wrist if you have an Apple Watch. It's not on Android Wear. So they are still coming out, though, Niantic, with their own wearable? Is that is that the rumor? That's the rumor. So the first, and this is weird to me, but the first wearable they're going to release is actually going to be for their other game. Is it called Ingress? Right, Ingress, which was developed with Google. Right, so, I mean... That's just weird because to me, not many. If you compare like the popularity of Ingress to Pokemon Go, I would assume people would buy the Pokemon Go wearable way faster and way in much higher numbers than an Ingress one. But um, it's basically it looks like a almost like a Fitbit or like the Microsoft Band, um, but it has five small touch panels that are all in the strip, and each different panel is its own LED and gives you different information about the game, and so. You know, I've never played Ingress before. I don't know what you would expect it to do or show you, but for Pokemon Go, same thing. You've basically played Ingress 2.0, which is Pokemon Go, okay. as I understand it. You know, with, without the without the Pokemon. So this was essentially a game that Google and Niantic created based on location services, and it really informed a lot of the data in Pokemon Go, from what I understand. The fact that they're making this wearable first for that, at least according to the reports, right. suggests to me that. Perhaps the wearable is not yet ready for prime time, and they want to mm. test it out in much the same way that they that tested out the game in, in the form of right, Ingress. Right. So. Yeah, and there's no price point or anything on that yet either, but um, I mean, I don't know. I like this. I like being able to have this as part of the watch I'm already wearing. You know, I don't want to have, like, my Apple Watch on run one wrist and then uh, the Pokemon Go, you know, wearable on my other wrist and then, like, a Fitbit 
uh, you know, higher up on my form. It's just ridiculous. Too many. So yeah. So I mean, I like that it actually is available for the Apple Watch, and I was I was kind of disappointed for a minute when they said it was canceled. Nine to Five Mac reported that it was canceled. So, but here it is before the end of the year. I'm definitely not canceled. You can download it right now. It's free. Um, just like so, you just update Pokemon Go on your phone, and you'll be able to install it on your Apple Watch if you have one, or if you're getting one this weekend. Nice. All right. So let's go on to our next news story. What do we got? And that is iPhone 7S and the mm, iPhone 8. Yeah. Lots of rumors this week. Catch us right. up. Okay. So we got a, there's a couple things going on. So the, the big rumor, at least right now, and we're pretty early in rumor season, iPhone rumors don't typically start shaping up to be, you know, what you consider to be reliable until probably February, March. But um, the rumor now is that Apple will next year release three phones instead of two. And so what I mean by two is this year they re- they released the iPhone 7 and the iPhone 7 Plus. So two phones, same same generation, two different sizes. Um, the rumor is that next year there'll be three. So there'll be the iPhone 7S and the iPhone 7S Plus. And that'll be the first time where Apple releases four, four phones, four years worth of phones, 6, 6S, 7, 7S, with the exact same design. Um, but it'll be internal changes, uh, you know, same as they always do, incremental changes. Um, but that third device will actually be a much more radical design. And if you're watching here on Facebook or on YouTube, you can see behind me, um, this is just a render. That is not um, anything official. That's just what someone, you know, came up with based on the rumors. And that is that you'll see a device with a radical redesign on the outside. So this is a wraparound display. Um, there's no home button there at the bottom. It's just it's all displayed top to bottom because the home button and fingerprint sensor, Touch ID, will actually be embedded into the display. Um, it's OLED, which is you know the same technology you'll find on a Samsung Galaxy Note 7 or S7 Edge or whatever. So it's definitely a departure from what they've been doing the past few years. Um, the size may either be 5 inches which is which puts it between the 7 and the 7 plus or the other one I saw was 5.8 inches which makes it bigger a bigger display than the 7 plus but since it's a wraparound display um, taking up the entire screen that means it's bezel-less which means this the phone can remain the same size but while giving you a bigger display so does Apple need to do something like this at this point in terms of the actual hardware revamp and something radically new with the hardware designer could they just keep generating excitement through software and technology improvements under the hood. Man, well, I mean, that kind of touches on another piece of news of the week, which is it really seems like Apple, I don't know, they seem like they don't really know where they're going. Um, and I don't even know how to really put that. But um, their their Mac desktop, Mac line, seems to be directionless right now. Um, Tim Cook tried to mitigate some of that by saying they have some big thing, big, you know, great desktops coming in the future, but all reports from inside are saying that it's just going to be a spec bump, nothing really major. So I think they do need something big. Um, And actually, again, we're going to talk about these AirPods later today. This is probably the first Steve Jobs-esque product that has come out from Tim Cook's Apple. So they do need to get some of that magic back because it, it really does seem like they're falling into a pattern of comfortability um, especially, like I said, they've never released even three phones with the same design, let alone four. So I think it is time to see something um, get shaken up. 
Very cool. Okay, good. So let's revisit a topic that we had last week, which was Super Mario Run. Oh. So I spent a lot of time playing this game over the weekend. Okay. I like it more after spending more hands-on time with it than I did when we were playing okay, it. Okay, so you spent hands-on on time on it. Did you spend $10? I did not. I kept oh, it over the first what? three levels. So, which... <laughs> <laughs> wow. I kept trying to improve my score over the okay. first three levels. And it was, you know, this speaks to my video gaming capabilities, which are very minimal. Uh, I I love games, but I'm not very good at them. Uh, and so, you know, yeah, I, 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 I may That's over hilarious. the Christmas weekend when I have a little more time, I might, I might try it. <laughs> if somebody gives you an iTunes gift yeah. card or something, maybe you'll then buy it, right? So I saw some negative reviews of yeah uh, of Super Mario Run. What's going on with this over the past week? Well, the other, well, first of all, I don't know how accurate this is, but people have been saying the reviews have been so bad for Super Mario Run that it's caused Nintendo's um, stock price yes to go down. Now yes. I don't know, like. It's What's hard to know if that's the effect? reason, yes. but if that is the reason, um, <laughs> the negative reviews almost all revolve around price, um, which is, to me, this is just my opinion, ridiculous. Like, if you can't spend $10 on a game, which is basically the price of going out to lunch, you know, you buy, your, <laughs> buy yourself a sandwich and a drink, you're, you're paying 10 bucks. Like, yes. And that lunch is gone within 15 minutes, right? If you can't spend $10 on a game that you can play and play and replay, you know, basically forever because it's too expensive and you're so upset about the price that you're going on to iTunes, logging in and leaving a one-star review complaining. And and I went in and I looked at these reviews. The reviews do not say anything negative about the graphics or the gameplay experience or anything. It's any anytime you read a negative review, it's always focused on that $9.99 price tag, which is crazy. And the other thing that changed my opinion of it was the fact that I was able to go back and replay and try and do better and better to beat my own score each time. Right. And there, one of the main complaints we talked about last week was people saying, oh, I, I beat it too fast. But, you know, you, you never really beat it 100%. You can always improve your score. And right. So, I, I don't know. Just, just to me, a lot of the criticism seems a little bit far-fetched. Right. And I actually, so I actually, you know, throughout the week I was playing it as well. And I realized what I didn't, what I didn't realize last week was those those five pink coins per level when you get those pink coins the next time you play that level those coins are moved and they're a different color oh. and then when you get those five coins again they're a different color and they move right. again so the levels actually redesign themselves as you play the game so even though you beat all tw- what is it 24 24 levels it's really 24 times 5 right because it they replace everything and they put new obstacles in so there really is a lot of value in there at and least then, $10 worth at least at <laughs> least $10 worth and i saw some people <laughs> you know you go on reddit and these other places i can't 9.99 is way too much if it was 4.99 i'd get it right away like $5 really $5 is is making you go from i can't wait to play this game to i i i'm never buying this i hate this what it's it's just horrible. But Nintendo has announced nine ninety nine is the price, and there won't be any upgrades as far as in app purchases. So if you pay nine ninety nine, you get the full game. Right. And then yesterday they actually released a new feature into the game, um, and again it's free. So if you already paid your nine ninety nine, anything new they add to the game, you just get it. You don't have to pay the extra one dollar or two dollars like a lot, of, a lot of other game makers do. So um, yeah, I think it's just crazy that people you know these days. You know, the app, I think it's the App Store effect that people really expect games to be free or 99 cents. And once you hit 299, all of a sudden you are expensive, which I don't know is crazy to me. A little nutty. Like, I'd rather pay for quality software. Yeah, 
Absolutely. All right, good stuff. That is our weekly news roundup here on Geared Up from Gear Live and GeekWire. We will be right back going hands-on yeah. with the new Apple AirPod. That's right. You're listening to Geared Up. All right, welcome back to GeekWire. It is our weekly Geared Up show. I'm Todd Bishop. And I'm Andrew Edwards. All right, so... You've got this interesting little white packet in your hand. These are the Apple AirPods. So this is Apple's new wireless, completely wireless earbud system, if you want to call it that. So this case is actually the charger case. It'll provide 24 hours of power. Gotcha. Um, The AirPods themselves hold five hours of a charge. So once they run down, you just slap them in this case and it'll charge them back up. 15 minutes of charge will get you three hours of playtime. Okay. So it's pretty fast. Um, and then on the bottom, it has a lightning port. Got it. So, so you charge the charger. Right. At so the same you, time. Yes. So you, know, you can charge the AirPods in here without it being plugged in because it has a battery. But then you charge the battery of the case with that. Um, I do think it's odd just that it's uh, it's shaped like USB-C. Yeah. It's not shaped like lightning. So I, I, it, I'm curious if they meant for this to originally be a USB-C powered device. But it is a lightning port. It's a lightning port. Uh, in, yeah. in the case. That's okay. right. So, so when you, you open see. it, you get a panel right on your phone that tells you the battery life of your AirPods, each one individually. So you can see there, each one has 100% battery life, and then the case itself has 27% battery. But the cool thing is that even the first time you open this, before you've ever paired it to your phone, this will come up asking you if you want to connect it to your phone. So this is essentially a little uh, dashboard on your phone that pops up with the charge for both your case and your two AirPods. Right. And the reason there's two is because you can actually use them individually as well. So you can, you know, if you're driving or you're just on the phone and you don't want to have both of them in, you just want to use one, you can do that. And we should say what the basic idea here is they're earbuds, essentially exactly Mm -hmm. like you would get in many ways in terms of the rough shape right? uh, with a a past wired set for iPhone or iPad. You check check that out. Open those up. Check those out. So, um, and, and you take them out. Yep. And they, but they have no wires. No wire. So we talked about this a little bit last week, but it's they're individual, right? You can control them individually from yes. the phone. So tell us what your experience has been like so far with these. So these just came out um, just a couple days ago. So yeah. I've only had them what, two days, I yeah. think. One hundred fifty nine dollars. Yeah, one hundred fifty nine bucks. Um, and by the way, I am doing a giveaway of these right now on my YouTube channel. If you want to go to youtube.com slash gear live and enter, you can win a pair. Um, but they're they're good. They they definitely stay in your ear way better than the wired version because you don't have the weight of the wire. I guess. I mean, I, I heard people say that, but it, to me, it, it made no sense because the the wire is so light. Like, why would that pull the earbud out of your ear? But it does apparently because these do not fall out of your ear. So that's fascinating because that would be a big concern, right? Because yeah. if they did fall out, you wouldn't have the wi- you would not have the wire there to to catch them. Exactly, and you might even lose it. So yeah, they definitely stay in your ear. Um. Call quality is great, but the best part about it that I found is actually Siri, like, understands me perfectly now. Like, if I'm dictating or if I'm asking, if I'm doing a request, it's fine. But if I'm actually dictating something that I don't want, you know, errors in, it's night and day. Wow. Yeah. Because of the, because of the mic in, yeah, the in mic the ear, is in the, the mic is just right near your near your mouth. Well, of course it is though. Also with the wired headset, so they they must have oh. just they must have just yeah, improved the technology somehow. Yeah, I don't know what they did, but it's 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 night and day so as far as Siri goes. Do you find yourself leaving them in your ears more than you would with a pair of wired uh, earbuds? Yeah. Um. So with my since I've purchased my iPhone Seven Plus, for example, 
um, the the included wired earbuds are still in the box. I have never removed them from the box. They're still wrapped wow. in the plastic. I never use them. Um, so, but these obviously, I mean, I opened up opened up right up right away. But I have been keeping at least one of them just in one of my ears while I'm working, just because if I need to do something with Siri or take a phone call, I took a phone call this morning with it. I, I never use earbuds for phone calls. I'll just I just hold the phone up to my ear. But it's just so much more convenient. And in testing, um, my wife got a pair, and in testing them, she was able to leave her phone downstairs, and she went. All the way upstairs, Whoa. she went into like a, a, a back closet. So you, you go up the stairs into our bedroom, into our master bathroom, then into our walk-in closet. She went all the way in there. I could hear her fine. Her phone was right next to me downstairs. Um, she walked all over. I, the only time it cut out is when she went outside and like around the house. Like wow, it, it's it's crazy. Like you can you don't even have to be near your phone. So the nice thing about that, I was actually thinking about this last night. I like to listen to uh, you know podcasts while I'm doing the dishes, but oftentimes my phone won't be charged because mm-hmm. it's the end of the day and. I Right. I'll need to leave it charged in. So with this, oh yeah, you could just leave the phone charging. Yep. Walk across the kitchen, obviously. Yep. And and do the dishes, or you know, do whatever you need to do around the house. Right. Very cool. Of course. Now, are you able to control playback from these like you can with the little button on the? Yeah, with Siri. So with, at, Siri. with, okay. with the ear with the earpod with the AirPod in your ear, you double tap on it. And that brings up, you'll hear the Siri, you know, tone. And then you can just ask Siri whatever, you turn the music down or pause or whatever oh, it, sh- it is. Okay. Go to so the next track. So it shifts. Wow, that's fascinating. So it's a different paradigm in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, it shifts more toward voice commands. Mm-hmm. It's all independent wireless. And yeah. So yeah. This, this is in a lot of ways, this is the future. Right. And there's still, there's still a way to go to make it the true future, I guess, because when you think about something like Alexa, right? Right. Um, or the Google Home. Those are voice only. There's no screen. So when you talk to Alexa, it knows that there's no you don't have something in your hand. Right. Um, same with Google Home. Alexa sometimes will say something like, I've added it to your list and you can you can look on your phone, go into the Alexa app or something like that. But with Siri on these, there's no there's no knowledge um, to Siri that you're talking to her through an ear pod. So oh, sometimes it'll say, you know, you'll ask it something, it'll say, here's what I found for, for your request. And if you look on your phone, it's a bunch of search results. Oh. But in your ear, here's what I found. See, like, I, I don't I, see anything. I continue to believe that Apple is just behind the curve on Siri. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, and, and, and since you've been pushing back yeah. on that with me, I've been trying it. Like okay. I enabled Hey Siri on my phone. Right. I've been making you know calls. If I have to make a hands-free call in the car, I don't do it through my Bluetooth on the dashboard anymore or the steering yeah. wheel. I, I say, Hey Siri. And I okay. have to say, you know, call. So how's that been working for you? Th- that's been okay. But it, it's in situations like this where mm-hmm. Siri doesn't understand the context. Right. I don't, if, if I ask a question, I don't want Want, if I'm driving, I don't want a bunch of web search results. Yeah, exactly. Which is a very common response from Siri. Right. So it seems like, though, they're really banking on Siri's effectiveness in terms of the implementation yes. of the AirPods. Definitely, definitely. And, it, and it's almost in a – they're hearkening some sort of new mindset with Siri as well because I think a lot of people, at least my age, I don't know how younger people are, but if I'm out and about and I have the AirPods in and I want to turn my music down – I don't want to tap and say, turn the music down out loud. Like it's, I'm embarrassed or whatever. Yeah. But do are younger people cool with that? Do they do that? Or like, but because eventually, as this, as we have these, that's what's going to happen. People are just going to be talking. Hey, turn, turn it up. Call this. Do that. Like, I don't want to talk out loud 
Like even with the older school Bluetooth earbuds, I never just had one of those Bluetooth earbuds in my ear to do phone calls. No. I just feel weird. Yeah. But there's a lot of people out there that that like them. I don't know. It's not it's not for me though. Yeah. Well, interesting. So is it does it essentially feel the the exact same way as the existing wired? Earbuds? It feels the same. It feels the same, but it sounds better. So the oh wow. So the sound is actually the better. sound is actually better, which is weird because it's Bluetooth versus wired. Right. But um, the sound is. I mean, and I'm not saying it's like way better, but it's definitely. It just sounds. It sounds better. So does this work? So I still have an iPhone 6s Plus. Mm-hmm. Will this work with the older iPhone? It works models? with anything running iOS 10. Okay. So iPads, iPod Touch, iPhone. As long as it's iOS 10, you can use the AirPods. Um, they also work with the Apple TV. Oh wow! So you can. Oh, that's cool. Yes, yeah, so you can be li- watching your Apple TV and getting the audio through your earbuds. Oh gosh! Instead of you know, I don't know if yeah. you don't want to wake somebody up, you have a sleeping baby or whatever, just listen right in your. That's AirPods. really cool because, like a lot of people, is you know, uh, older folks especially will you know have those sort of wireless. Oh yeah. For the TV, you could do this yep. instead if you had an Apple TV. Yeah, and then also it works with Macs, and I be- I don't know if it's Sierra you need or maybe the one before I forget I already forget what it's called El Capitan. Yeah, but um. They will work with the Mac as well, and it's seamless. So the cool thing is you pair it once. So you open up the case. It note, it recognizes your phone right away. You tap on connect, and you're done. And it then pre, in, you know, I don't know, it pre-installs it or pre-authenticates it to every other device you're signed into iCloud on. Oh, wow. So I was, I was on my phone, and then I, I stopped the music on my phone. I went to my watch, and I told the watch to play music that's stored on the watch. And immediately it was playing through the AirPods. And then I paused the watch and I went to my Mac because <laughs> I would, you know, I'm testing it. So I'm like, sure. wait, let me go to my Mac now. And I went to my Mac. First time I, you know, since I had the AirPods that I opened up the Mac and um, I did the Siri thing and Siri came up on the Mac. So just because I was logged into iCloud on all my devices, the AirPods, it's you pair once and you don't even have to go into Bluetooth settings. Right. You open it, you tap connect and you're done. So. I know you had a have a special hookup at the Apple Store as you explained <laughs> last week. These are $159, yes. by the way. Uh, for people who might want to get these for a late holiday gift, probably no chance at this point unless I think they there go is a on chance. eBay. I think there's a chance. So so um, the Apple stores are getting them in every day. And in fact, when they came out on Monday, um, all the stores were sold out. But then a lot of stores that afternoon got a second shipment. So Call into the Apple Store or show up when they open. Like they are getting regular um, shipments of these, and people who ordered online who had um, four to six week delivery times um, have seen shipments starting to go out this week as well. Wow! So I think Apple is just being overly cautious. But um, yeah, if you're looking for AirPods, definitely check the Apple Store. And then even so, since they're since they're so much in circulation. I've seen them on day one on Craigslist. They were $400. People were reselling them. And now I've seen them for 200 So from 159 up to 200 when you think about the tax you have to pay on 160 bucks, it's not really that that much more if you're really looking to get them before Christmas. Very cool. I, this is one thing. Not everything we talk about do I feel like I need to go out and get immediately. Yeah. But I will use these. I, I, I could They're see cool. Where, yeah, very and I, cool. I didn't even think I'd use them that much just because I never, like I said, my, my wired ones are still wrapped. So it was like once you start using it, you, you start to get it, like especially when you start using Siri because I've definitely used Siri more than I ever have as well just because it, it works. 
It's like it's way less frustrating when it actually works. So a couple questions more about uh, the social dynamic. If somebody comes up to you and you're, you know, have the, the, the AirPods in, yeah. and even if your music or your sound is off, do you feel obligated to take them out so they know you're listening? Mm, that's a good question. So um, the only person I've been around while wearing them is my wife. Um, and in that situation, no, um, just because, I don't know, it's more casual. She knows what's going on. Right, too. right, exactly. Um, but I probably would because the other thing is, and again, it's interesting because Apple is setting an expectation here through the way they made them. When you, If you're listening to something and you take one out, it pauses. So it pauses the other ear as well. So for people, once people start getting familiar with these, they know that if one of them is out, that means you're listening to me, if that makes sense. Like it's, right. it's weird, but they're, they're, you know, they're developing these social yeah. you know, interactions yeah. through this as well. It's like a social protocol that's being right. created by the technology. Exactly. So I'd probably do it just so people know, okay, whatever I'm listening to or he might may have been listening to is paused. He can hear me now. So that's, that is how you pause it. You take one or the other out. Right. And the other thing you can do, like if you want to leave a minute, you just double tap and yeah. tell Siri to stop the music. But yeah, if you take one out, it pauses them. And then if you want to continue playing it, you either put it back in, it'll automatically play. Yeah. Or if you want to just listen with one, then you just go to your phone and or do Siri and say play. And it'll turn into a mono instead of stereo sound. Here, you should put these on. You should put them in. <laughs> I'll put them on. Yeah. So, right. And, and that, that leads to my, my next question, which is, do you, how do you feel? Do you feel like this is a little bit too attention getting at this point where, you know, people are like, oh, He's so cool. He's got the AirPods. <laughs> I like people to think I'm cool, so so I'll put them on. It's, but it's um, very Uhura, by the way. <laughs> oh, How's that for man. a reference? Huh? Right. All right. It so is. I mean, no, it is. If you look at it, it looks like it looks like what she had with. That's her, funny. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Some. <laughs> so I don't know. What do you think? Like if you're looking at me right now. Like I don't. When you put them on, you don't look at yourself. You know, you might no, catch yourself in the mirror, but it's definitely better than the old school Bluetooth that somebody might have, yeah. which is sort of like makes you feel like you're part of the Borg. Right, right. And I've always found it interesting. Like there have been so many AirPod related complaints that people never made with the original Bluetooth headsets. Like when Apple introduced the price, one fifty nine, right? Those original Bluetooth headsets were a lot more yeah. money. Um, people complain, oh, I'm going to lose them. Why would Apple release them at this price? You're just going to lose them. Those those Bluetooth headsets were smaller than this. Yes. No one ever go. Oh, why are they making Bluetooth headsets to get, just get lost? They yeah. just bought them. Like why? Why is it that when Apple does something, there's all these complaints, but other companies have done it before, and there's yeah. it's just accepted. It's weird. Well, I, it it actually you wouldn't almost you almost would not notice that the wires are missing if if someone's oh, really? just walking around. Yeah, in some ways you'd have to really pay attention. Okay, that that the wires aren't there. Yeah. So no, I. I, I was worried I might feel a little self-conscious. I'm a self-conscious guy to begin with. <laughs> so I was worried that this would just feed into that. Right. I'm, I'm only self-conscious when I'm talking to it in like Fred Meyer. Like <laughs> I did that the other day and I just I had to look around and make sure no one saw me. I don't know why. Like no one cares. But, yeah. you know, if I if I see someone else using them, I don't care what they're doing. But I feel weird like talking to nobody. But um, no, yeah, it's comfortable. Um, I have kept one in for as much as six hours. Wow. So I'll just be sitting at my desk and I'll usually just do one. Um, just in case I get a call or if I want to do something with Siri, I'll just leave one in. And it's, I mean, it's totally fine. And, and it stays there. And the call quality is good. Is call quality is great, yeah. And yeah, I mean, um, and especially because there's two. So, you know, if you're using the wired, then you're used to having two. But a lot of people with Bluetooth yeah. headsets, there's just one. So now you have two and the connection is very strong. Like I mentioned, like 150 feet and you're still listening to it. There's no problem at all. It sounds perfect. See, 
I make tons of calls with the wired headsets. Okay. So using the built-in mic in the in the cord. So yeah, I could I could see using this, this is all, all the you. time. This all is all time. you. This is for me. So sounds like bottom line, you're recommending. This. I recommend it. Yeah. If you if you own an iPhone or not even an iPhone, I mean, if you own an Apple device where you want to be able to have Siri, basically, like that's the big draw for me. You have Siri on you at all times. It's almost like that movie Her, where. You just have, which you don't want to necessarily aspire to, right? No, no. But I mean, you know, you don't want Siri to become your love interest. But being able to have Alexa, on the other hand, no, I'm yeah, kidding. right. <laughs> no, but you know, being able to be able to say like, remind me of this, or what's my next appointment, or call so and so, or send a message to so and so, all just by double tapping on your ear and just speaking it, um, without the errors that. Uh, you would have by using Siri like on your phone. It's just yeah. it's more accurate, so it just it works so much better. It feels like you actually have, you know, a virtual assistant. Very cool. All right. Any other thoughts on this you want to share before we pick them up? Yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> pick them up. <laughs> All right. This is good stuff. So if you want to follow Andrew, he is at youtube.com slash gear live slash gear live. And again, I have a AirPods giveaway. I actually have a big year end giveaway going on. I have 11 prizes, one of which is the AirPods. And then after that ends, I'm going to have a second giveaway just for the AirPods as well. So if you want to get some, come on by. Great. Well, thanks for watching everybody on YouTube, on Facebook Live, on Cairo Radio, on the yes. podcast. Until next time, you're listening to Geared Up on GeekWire from GeekWire.com in Seattle. I'm Todd Bishop. And I'm Andrew Edwards. All right. We'll talk to you next time.